0: Race into Tyre Power and take pole position during the Great Race Sale. The crew from Tyre Power is giving you the power to buy three and get one free on selected Kumo tyres. Put your pedal to the metal and visit tyrepower.com.au or call 1321.91 during Tyre Power's Great Race Sale.
1: The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund.
0: Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop sitting in for Sam Mem. It's been a big first hour. We spoke some AFL trades. We spoke to Josh Gabalich from Trade Radio and AFL.com.au, Tim Hodges previewing Bathurst. But it's a big weekend for football in Australia with the A-League returning tonight. It's A big one to start to. Grand final rematch at Amy Park between Melbourne City and Western United. Calling it all again for Paramount this year. And Channel 10 will be Andy Harper, who's been good enough to join us. G'day, Andy.
1: Hey, Jules, what a pleasure, mate. How are you going?
0: Very well, very well. Gee, some cracking fixtures to get it underway uh, in the opening uh, round, including the Big Blue tomorrow night. I just want to start with Western United, the defending champions. Not a lot of love suggesting they can go and do it again, even though looking at their squad, they have retained most of their quality from last season.
1: Yeah, and they've got a great coach in Johnny Aloisi who probably silenced some of the doubters or all of the doubters, if there are any out there. Uh, Last season, just a superb coaching performance um, in a difficult set of circumstances. Not just for he, of course, but around the league. So all the coaches and the administrators had to deal with the significant disruptions of COVID. 160-odd games, Jules, had to get uh, rescheduled, some of which at very short notice. Um, Teams stranded in isolation (laughs) because of interstate COVID uh, isolation rules. Just a bizarre set of circumstances. And Western United rose amidst all that. Um, with their own issues, um, uh, led brilliantly by Johnny Aloisi, uh, and, uh, to win the comp. So, you know, it's tough enough to back up in any of the comps. Rugby League, the Aussie Rules comp, uh, the eight leagues no different, of course, and not many people have done it. And, and Johnny Alois is a coach is capable. I'm not convinced 100% that they've res- refreshed the squad as they might have. Um, but time will tell. It's a great way to start start the new campaign. However, against Melbourne City, many many people's tip to go one better this year.
0: Are they your tip, City?
1: No, they're not. Um, I'm going to look forward to watching them play, and in particular, I'm going to look forward to seeing how Barisha Mark II settles into the competition. Of course, um, you know, Bessart Barisha is a, a league legend, as everyone knows. Whether or not he played for your team and you liked him, he was. He's certainly a legend of the competition, Um, but there's a better version of him by CV arriving at Melbourne City called Valon Berisha, Norwegian international, Uh, and a Kosovan international, of course. That rare example in world football where you can have senior caps for two countries uh, because of Kosovo's belated acknowledgement as a national team. So a very proud Albanian heritage, as with Bessart. And as a midfielder, however, different type of position that comes with a bigger CV. So, could be significant for Melbourne City. It's a ripping way to start the comp, though.
0: Yeah, seven fifteen tonight on at Paramount Plus. You can watch that. What about Melbourne Victory? Very impressive last season uh, under Tony yep. Popovich. Another one of the outstanding coaches in the competition. How much yep. further can they go this season?
1: Definitely, two better. They can they can make the final, the grand final, and they can win it. Um. But off the field is where Melbourne Victory, I think, are going to reshape things. Um, the news through the week of the partial uh, equity sale, so yep. the minority state going to the private equity, I mean, this could seriously change the trajectory of this very already very impressive club. Um, and I'm expecting on the back of this that Melbourne Victory re-establish some new benchmarks for other clubs to start chasing. Uh, the, the, the club is just a beam off. Tony Popovich, an outstanding coach, a really strong squad and the added attention of Nani this season as well, which is something I think it should be noted that um, Tony Popovich has avoided up until now. When he was at the Wanderers coach and when he was at the Wanderers and, um, you know, people were throwing all sorts of marquee names at him to help get that club launched. And he steadfastly refused. Now I can't talk to the personalities of the players who were, who, were, who were spoken about, etc., but, It is a decided shift from the Popovich that we first saw, the evolution of this coach continues, and that he's opened the door for a personality or or a celebrity like Nani to come in to his football atmosphere and help drive the club is a significant thing, and I think Nani's going to be fantastic. Um, The Big Blue tomorrow um, at the brand new stadium in Sydney, hopefully with a... Uh, represented Sydney FC a lot more competitive than last year for the sake of the contest um, is going to be a great start for them. The, the weather, notwithstanding, it is, it is being tipped for another downpour yeah. um, over the weekend, which is unfortunate. Probably. But uh, anyway, we do what we can. Why do
0: you think he's changed his policy there? Is it is it because of the individual that he's bringing in? Because it is n- Nani, and, and he likes he him wants- as a player, and he likes him. He likes what he knows as a person.
1: Look, it'll be all those things, um, and, and look, people people grow and change and adapt, and and Popovich is, um, you know, he, he he still runs a very tight ship, and and the foundations of his coaching ethos remain unchanged. But you know, people, you know, just people's views alter, they morph, and a personality like Nani, um, he comes along and it agrees with what the coach is is wanting to do, um, and, and you know, there wouldn't be an insignificant measure of Tony Popovich realizing um, agreeing buying into the fact that you know the league really has to go to another level and Melbourne victory need to burst through the ceilings they've set for themselves and Nani presented to the football club was one way of achieving that goal um, and Tony Popovich years now into his coaching career it's such an impressive one but perhaps a little bit more uh, confident um, now that he 's established himself to to deal with those sorts of, of permutations I mean these big international players Nani with a fantastic career yep. um, he himself has got experience in American football soccer uh, with being the highlight act and a marquee player, so the requirements of him are not new and they won 't be unexpected uh, so all those things line up um, and the type of player i 'm just imagining you know nani playing uh, the way he can, and and how that might bring Jake Bremer to another level, um, because Jake Bremer certainly has to on last year's form has to be on the cusp of international recognition, and I think would be a, an incredible contributor to the the fortunes of the Socceroos in time, and to have Nani part of that as perhaps a catalyst for Jake becoming even better is a really exciting prospect.
0: It's been Andy Harper, Channel Ten football commentator. So you got Nani at Melbourne Victory, you've got Charlie Austin at uh, at the Raw, who's got a Pretty good record in the English Premier League across a a few different clubs, QPR, Southampton. Uh, The big manager change, though, is Dwight York at MacArthur. It was a good start, winning the Australia Cup. He's got Daniel Arzani uh, back in the country. What what are you expecting from
1: MacArthur under Dwight? Well, you know, Jules, I haven't, since the Melbourne City days of Aaron Moy, Harry Navío, and Bruno Fornaroli, I haven't been this excited about the attacking potential of a group of players. Now... We weren't to know how exciting that Melbourne City trio was going to be until they started putting it together. And, of course, then Bruno Fornaroli on the back of that has become one of the league's most acclaimed strikers. We go into this season with better knowledge of the, of the people involved. Ulises Davila, he won the um, Mark Raduka medal, best on ground in the cup final. He's a Johnny Warren medalist. He's a fantastic player, the Mexican, dealing with you know, a significant personal tragedy. So football is going to be an even spe- more special mm. thing for him. Uh, Al-Hassan Toure, a young guy, injury-free, just waiting to burst. I think possibly onto the international scene at some point as well. Daniel Arzani, does he get into the Socceroos squad? Will he's showing all the intent at the moment to do that. Daniel De Silva, mid-20s, been hovering around top-level considerations for the entirety of his 10 years. He, he joined the league when he was 16, and we've been waiting for Daniel yeah. Arzani. Uh, Daniel De Silva to really hit his straps, and, and Dwight York loves him. Um, um, and so then you get Dwight York, who brings all sorts of international networking uh, and attention to his team and the players uh, in his favour. Um, and, well, he's, he's shown already in five games that he can win the first trophy on offer. And I think he's got the most exciting attack um, accumulated on the, uh, as we start the season that, that I can remember. Um, whether they can stop enough goals at the other end is the question for me. But going forward, they're going to be something to watch.
0: If Daniel Arzani hits the ground running, can he be? How quickly can he get back into the soccer squad?
1: Well, he's got five weeks. Mm, he's got to be. Got five weeks. Like I'm not quite sure physically that he looks ready, but he might be in five weeks' time. His football's been great, and there's just two things about Daniel. He needs to consistently produce some sort of something at the end of his great work, either goals or, or goal-scoring crosses and passes. Um. And he needs, to, he needs to be able to run out 90 minutes. You know, Daniel Arzani uh, is, is still being considered, in my opinion, um, as an impact player off the bench. And I think his his talent suggests he should be getting more than that. Now, uh, an, uh, an elected Daniel Arzani off the bench is still worth considering. But I'm thinking about a guy now, four years after he went to the last World Cup, all the injuries you know, considered and listening to himself talking about relaunching his career... Um, through the cup, he still wasn't making 90 minutes. And, and he's got to get himself physically on edge because his football will do the rest.
0: That's exciting to have him back uh, in the country. Now, uh, Andy, we've got our Perth audience uh, with us today, WA audience. Uh, they'd normally be hearing uh, Scotty and Goss, but uh, just keep the, the glory. It was a shocking season for the glory last year. Yeah. What, what, yeah. How, how much will they improve, do you think, this season? Or are you predicting Heaps. another tough one?
1: Peeps. I'm expecting them to improve heaps. Whether it's enough to make the finals, to me, for the Glory fans, is, is is pivotal. To me, it's not so important um, without having the vested interest. But but I'm expecting Glory to improve markedly. But the fact of the matter is, in about six to eight weeks' time, we're going to be pouring over the early season carcass of one team or other that's not hit its straps. Um, In any competition, someone is going to be leading the pack and someone's going to be making the other 11 teams feel really good about themselves. (laughs) Um, We don't know who at this stage that's going to be, um, but I'm pretty confident it's not going to be Perth Glory. And I'm expecting after the early exchanges for Perth Glory to be nestled round about mid table. I reckon they'll be surprising a few people. And having then established that foundation, it'll be up to Ruben to take the team, Ruben Zakovic, to take the team to the next level. Um, that's the question for me. I think they've rebuilt enough to be credible and they weren't last season. Um, but that also should be it should also be acknowledged that they, along with Wellington, were just hammered more than anyone with COVID um, and the implications of COVID. Um, so that behind them, a um, bit of a travelling warbury show to start with because of the redevelopment of Perth Oval for the Women's World Cup in July. Um, and so I'm expecting for the first six to eight weeks on the cusp of them getting back to their home ground, Perth to be nestled comfortably around mid-table, having blown off the cobwebs and, and reinvigorated... Uh, the club, uh, and then we'll see where Ruben goes from there.
0: So they get their season underway against the Wanderers. That's uh, live two thirty p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Ten Bold Ten Play and Paramount on Sunday. Of course, if you want to watch Sydney FC versus Melbourne Victory live from seven p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time tomorrow night on Ten Bold Ten Play and Paramount. And then we've got the Matildas in action tomorrow night as well. Andy from 10.00, p.m. Uh, on Ten Bold yep. Ten Play and Paramount. How are they going at the moment, the Matildas? How would you summarise it?
1: Oh, Mate, they've flatlined. Yeah. No, I don't, there's no hiding from the fact. You know, they've not. It's not that they haven't won enough games. That's not a particular indicator for me. But the team's style and the team's uh, effectiveness is not progressing. Um, and we're waiting for that to happen. And hopefully over this weekend, they'll, they'll get a kick along against South Africa. Um, notwithstanding the fact that the Banyana Banyana, as the South African women's team, is known, have just won the a- African Championship. Uh, they're a mile behind where the Matildas are. So we should get uh, a more fluid attacking performance at least. But then um, we we confront the might of Denmark a few days later in Copenhagen. Um, Both these teams, South Africa and Denmark, will be in the World Cup draw. They're both qualified October 22. The the, the draw for the Women's World Cup will be. Uh, Denmark are going to be heavily fancied to be there at the late stages of the tournament. We played them three games into the Gustafsson Reign and they gave us a tickle up. That was, up, that was after we were still bandaged from the Holland-Germany first two matches. Um, so the Denmark game will give us a really accurate read, uh, if, you, if you can get one, of where the team has come under Gustafsson. Um, and so a lot of interest in these games over the weekend, of course, leading into the Women's World Cup in the middle of next year. Andy, scoring
0: goals is, is normally the hardest part of playing football and particularly meant to be hard in the Premier League and the Champions League. Erling Haaland. I mean, we've been lucky yeah. enough to live in an era of Ronaldo and Messi and we've got Mbappe now, but this guy is off the charts at the moment. I mean, how, yeah. how good yeah. is he for those? That, I mean, people that knew football knew he was doing great things at Borussia Dortmund, but now he's really in the forefront because he's playing in the Premier League. I mean, how good is this guy?
1: Well, mate, I don't know what to say. I mean, <laughs> what can you say?
0: Well,
1: I mean, Manchester City have got the team and the coach and the chequebook to bring the best, and they have brought the best. Gabriel Jesus left Manchester City surplus to requirements last off season. He's doing very well at yeah. Arsenal. It should be said that this guy comes in, and and it's I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm, I know I'm paid to generate words and content, <laughs> but I got nothing. He's just too good.
0: He's too good. It's just
1: incredible. I mean, there's a lot of strikers in the world who would love to be sitting atop that Melbourne City team. Mm. And, but it, it's not just that, because we've had great strikers there before and they haven't had this sort of impact. Um, look, it, it just could be... Um, it just could be the perfect piece of the jigsaw to finish the puzzle. Uh, and so different jigsaw p- pieces obviously have different edges on them and you know, two different jigsaw pieces uh, still... Still wonderful, but only one fits perfectly, um, and it might be as simple as that. You know, this this guy might just be that perfect fit uh, to this incredible team with this great coach, which has got unbelievable resources. A bit of a perfect storm, really. If mm. that's the case.
0: Well, they need to win the Champions League, though, don't they? If you got this guy banging them Man, in like that. That's,
1: that, that, that remains the measure. Yeah, yeah. remains the measure. Now, just a couple before I let you hey, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Hang I- on. I've just got a I've got a vet here with a pregnant cow.
0: Well, I was going to ask you because I got a I got a text here. Did Andy just run up a hill? He sounds like he's out of I, breath.
1: Wait, no, look, you know, I, I love talking with you, Jules. I do it every day of the week, but it has coincided with a, a lame, pregnant cow in the yards, and I've got a bit of work to
0: do. Well, I'm going to let you go because that's far more important than talking to me. Great to chat, Harps. Enjoy no, week one
1: of the A League. Enjoy the football, everyone. Good on you, Jules.
0: You're on your Harps, Andy Harper. There. No, I was going to read this one out as well. Fantastic to hear Andy Harper on SEN.